Good evening, everybody. <clears throat> As you may have noticed, I am slightly on my own at the moment. <laughs> we were due to have the lovely Malcolm Robinson with us tonight, talking about uh, many of his books and including the just recently published Please Leave Us Alone, an account of uh, poltergeist hauntings in Ireland. Unfortunately, we are beset by technical technical problems tonight. And Malcolm, I can either see Malcolm or hear Malcolm, but we can't do both together. <laughs> so apologies, apologies, apologies. Hello, Eddie. So uh, not to disappoint. I have no idea where we're going to go with this tonight. So this should be amusing. How about, <laughs> bear with it, you'll love this. How about uh, any questions and answers, just conversation uh, tonight? I don't purport to know everything. I know what I know uh, in my experience, but that doesn't mean it's 100% right. Um, no, we can't do karaoke, Eddie. Uh, hello, Pearl, Christina, Pauline. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, just for those just recently joining us, apologies. Malcolm's unable to uh, link up with us tonight. We have tried. The guy is better equipped than curries. He's pulling laptops out. It's like a magician watching him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, not to disappoint, we could just have a, a cosy little chat. How does that grab you? Talk about anything relating to spiritualism, spirituality. Uh, put your questions in, any comments. Uh, good evening, Phil. If anybody is there and they want to jump in, please let me know and I can send you a link. Uh, so, yeah, I have just like a little open house tonight. So, oh, where do we start? I no idea. Obviously, this weekend, very, very big weekend uh, for Remembrance time. And within our movement, <laughs> hello, Lynn, uh, within our movement, uh, this is a very poignant time. Those uh, who are in the room tonight, hello, Mary. Uh, I see there's a number of mediums in the room. Here's an interesting uh, little question to all our mediumistic friends out there. Do you find at this time of year the atmosphere is quite a... I won't say oppressive, that's the wrong word, but it is, it's quite <clears throat> like that at the moment. I've found this over the last about five or six remembrance times coming up for the day, it gets very slow. But once Sunday's gone, it just suddenly lifts up. So just interested, all our meet. Hello, Eva, you're right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, any thoughts on that? This question there from Sue. Perception of different dimensions is very interesting. Um, I will hold my hands up all this talk of all these different dimensions and some people will be ascended and some people won't just grapes on me quite frankly uh, I've not found that at all anywhere in spiritualism it's all for one and one for all um, however we talk to spirit now we do tend to have in my opinion and please I am open to debate on this uh this view of here and the spirit world and that's it but actually the spirit world the more we learn the more we understand and especially where we're going into down the metaphysical roots of things you're actually understanding <clears throat> the spirit world is another dimension so actually once that little element starts to sink in then you can't actually say, well, there's only two dimensions. You know, there's got to be more beyond that. If there's if there's definitely two, 
the probability is there's going to be more. Uh, and, well, we're talking about other beings. Well, what a spirit. There are other beings. We talk about the life between lives when we are in the spirit realms. Uh, we talk about reincarnation. Oh, let's not go there. We are not having a night on reincarnation, please. <laughs> but we talk about reincarnation. And it, in the main, it generally tends to focus on the earth plane. You know, back in 1861, I was this. And 1697, I was this. And 1482, I was this. And again, it's, it's purporting this sort of like the spirit world and us, and that's it. Well, on an energetic level, I, I can't go along with that. So, yeah, I am open. It's not my school of thought. It's not my understanding um, of, you know, it's very difficult, isn't it? When we talk about uh, other dimensions, because automatically, I suppose, we think about other planets because we're physical beings, so we like that physical description of things. So we want a Martian or a Venusian or a Plutonian or whatever. But it's, I think we're all in for some amazing journeys on actually understanding existence uh, and its many forms. So, yeah, I don't discount... Uh, interdimensional beings because i know spirit exists i know i've had so much evidence i don't dismiss it so if i accept that spirit exists and are able to come through on various levels from those that we've known to higher guides teachers whatever then yeah yeah i'm quite open to the fact it's not a route. I'm having enough trouble with one dimension. I don't want to involve any more at the moment. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> so, yes, it does see the energy is sort of like, ooh, down there. Interesting, Eddie. Uh, prospect of aliens being a projection of future humanity rather than of another space. Very interesting, Eddie. Uh, if we bring this back into spiritualism, we do know that there are uh, those that work through the earthly mediums of a much higher school of understanding and a much higher... It's really hard to talk about these things because we, we've got to put it into a, a material sense. We're not dealing with materiality. But, yeah, we, we get guidance from, I don't like the term ascended masters, just more evolved. So who knows, Eddie, who knows, future humanity, how interesting. That's a really interesting thought, actually, Eddie. Uh, we don't know. We do understand to a degree there's no time in spirit, but how that manifests and how that is to be in that is beyond our comprehension really is so i'll tell you a very interesting little thing about this time uh factor with spirit world was one of my guides um who i know i built up a rapport with and got to know got calling card and i just knew when he was there suddenly appeared totally different Different man, different face, different everything. But I knew it was him. And I went, "Why? What, what's going on? I don't understand. What, what is this change? And he said, at this time, I am in another incarnation, which is best suited to help you where you are at this time. And I thought, oh... Oh, brains falling out of my ears time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's just one little glimmer about this being able to shift in times. But yeah, in interesting, Eddie. See, the thing is, we can hypothesize about various things. Uh, and the thing to do is keep it open and light and in the air of debate. It's when we start saying, well, I know this is a, this is a fact. 
that's when the things get a little bit sticky i've found uh we can just say well you know in my opinion yes that's quite a good possibility eddie who knows and working alongside the natural and the spiritual laws from that statement there eddie people may go well if they are future humanity why aren't they back here you know telling us what to do because anybody who's watched doctor who will know that you can't do that <laughs> because because if you go back in time and change it, then the time that you've come from is changed. So we're not going down that route because we've only got one night. <laughs> so I don't think the dimensions are closer, so I think our awareness is extended. You know, uh, we, we keep doing this. We keep looking for external influences on our life. And actually, the only external influence comes from within so i feel that our awareness our perception is sensing things that have always been there uh i don't go along with a big convergence of things i think that we are going through this time and this this time started before the c word as well uh and our awareness has changed so it's a bit like, you know, we've been looking at life through a black and white lens for the last 30 odd years. And now suddenly we've seen it in glorious technicolor. Doesn't mean anything new has appeared in our field of vision. It just means that we're able to distinguish it and see it more clearly. Phil, a certain laconic feeling around Remembrance Day, which I think is linked to autumn and the casting off of what currently served its purpose and preparing for replenishment in winter and renewal. Good point, Phil. Yeah, good point, because this time of year, I'm, I've been wandering around in the days of last week, and I know you can hear you all saying what's new. Ever since clocks go back, it's like the light is wrong during the day, and that throws me. <laughs> that throws me terribly. But at this time of year, I do feel this slowing down of everything and every it's just like a, a pregnant pause and then we have this little uplift but thank you phil anybody else anybody else yes so those of you joining us uh our guest tonight wonderful malcolm robinson couldn't hook up with us so we're just <laughs> We're just having this opportunity to have a little chat. Eddie, they are not putting the stones back at Stonehenge. Joan, yes. Like at a standstill. That's a good way of putting it, Joan. It's a bit like being at a standstill. It is. So anybody out there, you know, if you can put up with this, <laughs> absolutely fine. Feel free to throw in any questions or observations you know it's this is one of the um positive things to come out of this age you know we're actually able now to talk about things more openly and discuss things hear different opinions i don't know how many of uh you watched last week when we had lovely Jack Eckhart and Stephen Mager on talking about virtual spiritualism. Uh, and it is fascinating. The topics that are coming out, the talk, the cooperation between the many branches of spiritualism, which is becoming more and more evident now, which is an absolute joy. Um, I always say, no matter what it is, whichever branch of spiritualism you follow, absolutely great. It's right for you at this time, and that's no problem. But at the end of the day, we've all got the same word in our title. We're all spiritualists. And if we can't talk and communicate with each other, then not, <laughs> not a good idea. Mark, good evening, sir. I don't know why I've just been drawn to your name. This is not a, I'm not doing messages. I refuse point blank to do it on this sort of platform. Uh, but I think you've got some interesting questions there that you would like to pop in. And don't forget what I say, people. No question is daft if you don't know the answer. It's really, really, really that simple. Monique, my darling, 
how are you over in wonderful Amsterdam and Holland? Yes, indeed, a pregnant pause. That's yes, that's the uh, second time that same word's been used, and it is. It's just like this waiting, pensive moment. So, uh, hmm. Anyway, we are drawing into that time of year, aren't we, where we will all withdraw naturally. We, you know, get home at four o'clock and it's dark. We're not likely to go out. However, we've got this new aspect now in our lives of this virtual spiritualism. Um, we can review services. We can go on to various different platforms and hear mediums and lecturers talk and debate uh, the philosophy, the understanding and the mechanics of mediumship, which is an absolute joy. There is the other side of this where we are seeing um, a huge amount of uh, mediumship programs. What's your thoughts on those? I have thoughts. But I, I'm loving this time, this debating. You, you have to think of the question to ask. That's all right, Mark, you're allowed. <laughs> very true, very true. Mark's just saying there, it's always a challenge to stay positive when the weather and lighting is grim and dim. That's where companionship and friendship can help a lot. And yeah, that's just picking up nicely on what I was just talking about. We've got this new element in our life no matter where we are uh we can flick of a switch and suddenly jump in and have conversations with like-minded people which is i there we go soapbox time <laughs> when we spiritually spiritualists whatever people can draw together at these times and talk It's that time when we resonate with our souls. Lizanne, I've just seen your comment. I will get to you very shortly, my darling. Um, yeah, we get this opportunity to talk, and I find it really invigorating. I find it, you know, because, as I say, we so often we're being mother, brother, sister, father, whatever, to other people. It's times like this we can actually just talk and really talk from our soul, and it's, it's quite empowering, quite an empowering uh time so lizanne i need to pick up on your question there my darling bless your heart so lizanne firstly condolences yeah uh even though everything we know and we believe in you know when we lose somebody on the earth plane the deepest condolences and thoughts out to you Yeah, understand that. Lizanne saying there, you didn't believe in God or afterlife, and you do hope he knows different now. And she always chats to him, but can't feel him around her yet. Lizanne, you know, I am a very big believer that when we pass over, when it's, it's you know what, it's one of the most natural things in the world. It's literally like blinking. Uh, this is my belief, and this is backed up from some accounts that I've had through mediumship. Uh, and it literally is just like blinking, where you shut your eye and you open your eyes and you're in the next world. Yeah, I know some people may find that a little bit difficult because of whatever the process is of the physical body closing down. However, the spirit, which is the real us, this is the real us, you know, in a hundred years' time, this is all going to be gone. Yeah. I don't mean my hair. I mean, <laughs> I mean me. This is all going to be gone. But me, who's talking to you now, is going to be going on. But uh hopefully, <laughs> hopefully a little bit more evolved than I am at the moment. But yeah, it is literally just like blinking. And also number one tenant with me is spirit love us so when we do that blink 
and we are in that world between worlds. We're never going to be put into anything that we would feel uncomfortable with. You know, that does not, that goes against everything I know and believe in with spiritualism. Uh, we talk about being seen as energy and vibrations and frequencies. Well, you know, until you've adjusted to that state, it's not going to be forced upon you. So rest assured, um, with that, the case there you just brought up with your dad, rest assured that his transition will have been exactly in accordance with his needs. All right, and we, we, we've really got a trust in that, and I have ultimate trust in that. I really, really do. I have the utmost faith that uh, when we take that final blink, that that next stage is not going to be frightening, it's not going to be unfamiliar, it's not going to be anything other than where we need to be. And from there on in, we can learn to understand uh, how the mechanics of that world work. Indeed. There's some wonderful accounts in a book. Um, who was it? Air Chief Marshal Dowding, Many Mansions. And there's written accounts in there of contact with service people who had passed in battle situations. And when they took that blink, uh, they were saying things like, I, I just walked away from the battlefield and I went into the jungle and suddenly I became aware of the life within the plants in the jungle and the trees and I could see all that. And, he was, and then I thought, ah, you know, I'm no longer a corporeal being. Uh, and that understanding is so gentle. It's so gentle. So please take some solace from that. Your dad's transition would have been exactly tailored to his understanding, but also opening up because we don't go from here to there without changing because all the rules are different, but it's not forced upon us. It's something we learn, it's something we evolve, it's something we gain to understand, because that is more of our natural being than here. So, again, condolences, Lizanne, but please, honestly, I'd absolutely assure you, uh, when your dad took that blink, everything was in accord with his needs. So, Mark. There we go. I knew you got a good question. <laughs> yes, as a relative newbie, I found the virtual links a really good intro to things, far easier to watch online when it's difficult to leave the home. Very true. We've got a lot of people who are still unable or unwilling to venture out. Funny enough, I was talking earlier on about uh, workshops and Dems of mediumship up and down the country. These are in-house live ones, and the support factor is quite low at this time. And that's perfectly understandable. We get that, you know. So this virtual spiritualism really has got a prominent part. I, I firmly feel very much drawn to this virtual form of spiritualism being used as an educational um, I will delve back into where you're seeing these endless uh, message evenings. I'm not knocking them. People want to do it, absolutely fine. People want to go along to them, absolutely fine. I think it all depends on where you are as a person. Uh, the evidence is actually quite astounding that uh, mediums can produce, even in this virtual arena. Uh, we've proven that ourselves. Here at Paul, we've had some amazing people on from around the world being able to relay messages thousands of miles apart you know, geographically. But it's like they're in the room 
I myself, uh, because I'm so interested in this virtual spiritualism, I've worked on a few church services. And actually, <laughs> I'll be totally very, very honest, I found the evidence side was actually much more poignant working sat at home in my lounge, not having had to travel, got my cats there purring away. I'm comfy. I've got a shirt and tie on up top, but underneath it's whatever goes, because <laughs> you're never going to see that on camera. And some of the evidence come through. I've just gone, wow. <laughs> In fact, one, one service I did, uh, the communicator, that's a person speaking from spirit, was actually stood next to me. And I've never had that depth of communication, but he was actually there. I was sense this guy, everything. I was just like, right, I've got a ghost in my living room and I've got to talk about him. <laughs> so, yeah, very interesting, this uh, online mediumship. I, I personally do find the volume of uh, these lives and whatever uh, leaves something to be desired. But that's me. That's me personally, but I think it's an educational tool. Um, this virtual side is great because we can use it so wisely just to talk, even you know, just something like this tonight. Okay, I could have gone, oh, oh sorry, everybody, you can't get on, I'll see you next week. But now let's have a little chat. And this is what we're about. Spiritualism is about communication. We've, we've forgotten that. Or that message got a bit blurred over the years. Because it's not just communication as in the evidential media. It's actually communication between ourselves to support each other, help us grow, have a debate, walk away thinking, oh, I'm not sure about that. Or, you know what, I'm so glad he said that because I've been thinking that and thinking I'm totally nuts. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, Mark. Lovely Joan. Positive part of these times we are in, however sad, is finding Paul online. Thank you, Joan. I was guided here by a medium friend who knew what I was searching for. Absolutely wonderful. Lovely to hear that, Joan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lizanne, you do not have to thank me, my dear, but absolute pleasure. Ah, there we go. I'm now in the second of Mark Stone's courses, all held virtually. I guess having spent nearly 40 years in IT, I guess it's second nature to me now. That's interesting. I was, uh, I won't say where, uh, at an online um, event recently, which, considering the lineage, should have been top notch. And I, I was sat there thinking, I, I want to jump in and take over because <laughs> I can't stand this any longer. And I really had to sit on my fingers and not say anything. Um, I, I don't mean that from the spiritual side. I mean that from the technical side. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting, Mark, about the IT being second nature. And a very interesting thing as well relating to spiritualism and mediumship and messages. You know, we quite often hear about, well, well, you know, we don't get the mediumship we got years ago. No, we don't, because it was a different age and a different energy. You know, um, today I had the pleasure, not today, I'm talking about today's world. I had the pleasure of taking two ladies out to give them their introduction to working on platform. That sort of like bridgehead between sitting in circle and actually going out there and doing the job um and i was delighted one of them was giving a message and she was saying something about there was a link on whatsapp that they kept sharing before they passed and the woman went yes that's right and i thought that's great that is brilliant that is today's world being brought through to show you know spirit is part of today if i if i go today i've always said this now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it off, but I'll give it my best shot. When it's my time, I am going to come back and haunt somebody's Zoom meeting. <laughs> I am going to appear on a screen, on a Zoom meeting, long after this physical has gone. And I think we'll be able to do that. <laughs> 
but yeah, that is interesting, Mark. That uh, you're getting Mark. It's Mark Stone is an absolutely awesome teacher, uh, a brilliant guy, and funny enough, he's here on Wednesday taking our in-house service. Um, but yeah, these online courses are so much more accessible now. Um, and better actually being able to be tailored to uh, get a better result rather than doing a, uh, a six hour workshop and open to all levels. I never understand that saying when we see these and work open to all levels, you know, develop your mediumship open to all levels. Well, okay, well, I'm a full trance and physical medium, so will I be all right demonstrating that in front of people who've never been in a spiritualist church before? I, I don't think I will be. <laughs> I think I might get told off. So, um, yeah, the virtual world is offering um, opportunities now for much more tailored, much more focused learning within spiritualism and indeed any other discipline. And I, I find that actually uh, quite encouraging, very encouraging. So, Monique. Indeed, Monique. Monique is saying there about stay heart connected with each other in a world which is so divided today. United we stand, divided we fall. How very true. Um, but one of the advantages of this virtual spiritualism that we're now exploring is finding out that A, we're not alone in our beliefs and be connecting with other people and hearing things and debating and talking about things and really engaging more. Whereas before we would have been very limited by our physical community. Um, so yeah, we, we do have this underlying lesson with our virtual spiritualism that we are indeed all truly connected because we're hearing people from across the world singing from the same hymn book as us we've got that resonance there we've got that oh this is good i like this you know and this encourages growth and this is what spirit want from us they want us to grow they want us to educate ourselves and expand our understanding of um all things spiritual, all the laws of spiritual uh, nature and just get that understanding, you know, that we are all connected. And when I say we, I mean everything, everything in the world, we're all connected. Um, we, we say that, but we need to develop that real, true understanding and as Monique says there quite rightly that heart connection with everything uh, and believe you me when you start on that route it's so empowering it really is you just look around the world now at some things and they just seem not petty they just seem tiny some of the things that people jump up and down it's just so irrelevant when you know there's so much more so much more you know we've been given this time here uh now and it's, it's our time to make it count i don't want to go back and go yeah well you mess that up Savile. you've got to go back down <laughs> that's not going to happen you know so make this time count and it doesn't matter how you do it this is the thing. We all want to be great orators or leaders or change the world. But change comes from everybody. Change comes from mother, father, sister, brother, son, daughter, cousin, whatever. And in so many little, little ways as well. You know, everyone making one little move, one positive thought creates this tidal wave of energy that can sweep the world and change things and we should never underestimate our part in that really shouldn't so yes thank you monique oh there we go phil indeed phil sure there is asking was it dowding who had afterlife communication from his son 
through Geraldine Cummings. And yes, uh, in that era of uh, doubting, this is, we're talking turn of the century here to about 45, 50, round about that era. Uh, those 50 years were magical as far as spiritualism goes. And they were, they were absolutely amazing of their time. However, we must never neglect that this time is magical for spiritualism. But like all birth pains, slightly uncomfortable for some, uh, but potential, potential at this time is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I'm not saying this to blow our trumpet here at Paul Church, but uh, tomorrow night we have a virtual online divine service with lovely Joan Brew from Scotland with her online circle. Couldn't have done that four years ago. Never, never occurred to anybody, but here we are doing it. And we're seeing all these wonderful link-ups. The Arthur Conan Doyle Centre put out some amazing stuff, as does the Edinburgh College of Paris Psychology uh, puts out amazing things. The London College, the SNU, you know, there's some absolutely awesome and groundbreaking things are starting to appear uh, out there in our realm. You know, and I'm sure, I'm very sure that in, say, a hundred years from now, people then are going to look back at this time and go, wow, you know, that was when spiritualism really took off. You know, these guys that jumped in, these pioneers right at the beginning who jumped in there and put stuff on, I bet they never realized that it would evolve into this. So, yeah. Yeah, every age has got its own energy, and the people who can tune into that energy can really bring through great change. So, more power to your elbows. Christine, pleasure, my darling. Honestly, that is, to me, uh, that came through in a meditation, and it was beautiful. And that is exactly how it was said to me. It's just like blinking your eyes and it's the most natural process in the world and the after effects. And I just thought, you know what? That is absolutely beautiful. Sue, yeah. Thank you for putting that up, Sue. Um, this is something uh, in the main that I think is neglected a wee bit in our churches and centres by some of our mediums. That, yeah, we, we need that familiarity with the evidence um, of when we're communicating between the worlds and to provide that evidence for the sitter to give them that key, that foundation stone to go away with. But I do think think we have neglected to add on when we're working as evidential mediums and correct me if I'm wrong any anyone listening out there who works in the same field um okay okay that's lovely you know my mum has come through I'll use mine as a example so the only person I'm going to offend is me and my mum <laughs> but I'll answer to that later I can guarantee it <laughs> Um, yeah, your mum's come through. Uh, oh, yeah, she's a smoker. Oh, she's got lots of dogs around her. Uh, oh, yeah, on nature side. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't cross this lady, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's wonderful, wonderful evidence. That really is supporting evidence. What are they doing now? I had a little journey many years ago. Um, and I saw my mum. And I'm not going to say where, because somebody may bring that up as evidence. So uh, I'll leave that open. And it was joyful and really interesting because of what she was doing. And she was so excited about it. Yeah, I just thought, wow, that's brilliant. 
that goes beyond the message for me. It's a, it was my personal experience. But had a medium brought that through to me, do you know what? That would have been the most joyous message. Yeah, I know what my mum was like when she was on the earth plane. I do remember that. And I've not been dismissive of evidential mediumship. Um, but, you know, find out what they're doing now. Because do you know what? They're, they're, my mum was over the moon of what they were, what she had uh, taken on. And, yeah, that, that's, that really is a, such a strong, poignant thing to bring through in a message. So I think we need to maybe try and work a little bit more on that because that's just suddenly, all right, we give a memory of 10, 15, 20 years ago, which is wonderful, you know. Uh, but if you can update that and say what they're doing now, that is bringing in the evidence of the continuation of life. You know, because we're so long focus on... Oh, they were this, they were that, they were this, they were that. It's sort of like a snapshot of the past. But I know what they're doing now. Uh, you might be amazed, absolutely amazed. Phil, I've also found working virtually very interesting and different to church demos. Thank you for saying that, Phil, because I found that difference. Uh, yeah. Uh, anybody else with other comments on there? Mark, being in a very busy and noisy house with a boisterous dog, I find it difficult to find a peace and quiet needed to meditate and develop my skills. Do you have any tips? Mark, number one with meditation, I am notoriously bad at meditating myself. Um, and I stick to about five minutes. And that suits me. That's my energy. Other people I know can meditate like 15 times a day, an hour a time, and I'm just like, hats off to you. That's great. Uh, it's not in my psyche at all. Five minutes is more than enough for me uh, just to chill out. Headphones in, yeah. Uh, bit of music. I think you might be drawn to music-led uh, meditations. If not, Go on YouTube and you can find there's quite a few guided meditations where they'll talk you through. You're going down a path. If that's the way your mind works, absolutely brilliant. YouTube's a really good teacher. It really is because no matter what you type in that type that uh, search bar, you're going to find it. So be very careful what you type in that search bar. <laughs> but, yeah, if you type in there five-minute guided meditation, you know what, you'll find pages of them. You can meditate anywhere, all right? It, it, meditation is just that pause in our life. It's where we change from beta to theta in our mindset. And we can do that sat by a window looking out or outside. Uh, you can do it even walking along, you know, walking along by the sea, find a bench, just sit there and lose yourself. It doesn't take long. It's just that briefest connection, all right? Um, and it will help in your development to be able to switch between these, was it alpha, beta, theta, and delta? Look those up about brainwaves, because I think it's the beta is the one that they most commonly associate with um, mediums working either in trance or evidential side of it. It's where your brain resonance drops down a bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, just literally my, my tip to meditate is just find every opportunity you can. And if you can do five minutes a day, do you know what? <laughs> For a lot of people, that's going to be much more beneficial than sitting there and going, oh, I'm really trying to see this for an hour. If you just take that five-minute chill-out time and come back, but you won't go far wrong with that, trust me. Yes, Phil, it is indeed. People, uh, there you go, Mark. There's a potential opportunity for you there. 
being a spiritualist and working in IT. Uh, there's quite a lot of people out there, bless her hearts, are really struggling. Um, Zoom is a wonderful gift, or it's the most hideous curse in the world to some people. <laughs> um, yeah, but so there you go, Mark. There is potential there uh, to either help or set up some sort of a uh, a course on how to use Zoom, perhaps. Who knows? Very interesting. <laughs> yes, Lizanne. Yes. <laughs> but do you know what? Um, <clears throat> although we have this virtual online spiritualism, as the more you grow, the more you develop, uh, you'll find that you you will get your own evidence. And we, Mediums are trained to look for the detail. It's like following breadcrumbs. So, you know, you get a communicator come through and they go, all right, I'm bad. All right, fair enough. Okay, so uh, how old were you, Dad? Where did you come from? What did you do for a living? Uh, have you got a regional dialect? How many children did you have? And it's all the time, it's just keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, mediums aren't set up there and they're getting this endless list of things being presented to them. They've got to interact with the spirit and keep following and keep digging and looking for the breadcrumbs in everything. And if they show you something, you go, okay, why have you shown me that? Because you show me that as a significance there. So I want to know why have you just showed me a, a, a brass jelly mold, you know? What is that? What's the story behind that? And this is something we can do in our everyday life and look for the coincidences that we have in our life. Because rarely are they coincidences. They are just things put there. And I think sometimes my spirit team are upstairs going, God, this one's broken. Can we have another one? Because this human is just absolutely broken. We don't know what's wrong with him, but he's not following anything we're telling him. <laughs> Um, and eventually I get it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just following the breadcrumbs. But, yeah, I'm only about a weak signal. <laughs> Phil, no, no, go with the flow, mate. Go with the flow. Surprise. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. People can come together online and send out healing across the globe too, and that is part of building a connectedness and bringing in light and love for all beings. Very true. Very true. We underestimate healing. Um, healing is the greatest form of mediumship because uh, we rarely get the validation. I, I as a uh, platform medium, I get instant validation in the form of yes or no of what I'm saying is correct. Healing mediums are sending out healing and it's so difficult to get your mind into that. You know, we see somebody suffering and we want, oh, I want healing. I want them to have this. It's a natural thing. It's a natural process. You know, I want their leg to grow back. I want their cancer to disappear. I want whatever. Yeah rarely, 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 rarely will that happen. All right, that person is going through their journey, their time. Healing does work on one level or another. Uh, really, really does. And as a healing medium, you just got to accept you're giving healing, you're sending out that love unconditionally, unasking, you know, I want to send healing, but prove to me it's working. We don't do that as healers, you know, and we just do. And it does, that healing vibration, because it's love. You know, I always say from the platform, the other word for healing is love. Because if you send out your love to somebody, you're just giving them that unconditional energy. There you go. I love you. Please take that from me. And that is exactly the same vibration to me as healing really is so yes and 
the more we do it, like meditation, the more we grow and expand. Monique, don't count the days, but make the days count. Oh, I like that. Thank you, Monique. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, we do, don't we? We are here in this physical world and... Oh, it's Friday. Oh, it's Saturday. Oh, it's Monday. You know, every day has got its routine and we need to uh, start to break free. I think we're seeing a lot of that now. Um, where after this time of the isolation and not going into work, people are actually now looking at their lifestyles and going, well, do you know what? Running around working 80 days a week so that I can have this really big car and this big house and everything. It's actually not doing it for me so much now. Uh, it's very, very altered landscape out there, and there's going to be an awful lot of factions vying for prominence at this time. I'm, I'm very glad that I'm retired. Although <laughs> I don't have a day off now, but I am very glad that I am out of uh, the job market that I was in because it was very much empire building of different grades. And oh my goodness, that blame, blame must be horrible places to work in at the moment. Anyway, definitely make each day count. You know what? If you can make somebody happy one every day, you could, you're doing good work. You know, making people happy is just smiling, saying hello. You know, we tend to forget all these things are an energy extreme. So I tell you, in the bus station today, there's a lady walking along and she did not look happy. So I gave a big smile and she said hello. And she sort of reared up and looked at me as though I was some drug-addled maniac <laughs> and stomped off. I haven't wasted that time. I've sent that energy. It's an energy exchange. A lot of people go, oh, hello, yeah, and smile back. Some people don't. Absolutely fine. You know, what you give is your part of the bargain. Uh, you are not responsible for how it's received and how it's... Uh, taken by the other person so yeah make the days count go out and just smile at people hold the door open for somebody you know just when you're around especially at the moment something i've noticed people are looking very lost and it's very upsetting uh yeah yeah it's a hard hard world out there and everybody needs to smile really really do Vivan, one of my sons is very wary of all things not scientifically proven. Where my owl picture fell off the wall and hit him on the head, <laughs> he looked at me and said, yes, Ma, I know, Mum, that's a sign. Yeah. Um, one thing with spiritualism, there are in our lineage, we have got some great figures. Nikola Tesla, one of the greatest scientists ever, was an ardent spiritualist after coming into the movement to disprove it. So anybody who says, oh, yeah, well, it's not scientific, just have a little Google on some of the lineage of uh, spiritualists through the time, and you'd be amazed at how many <clears throat> came from scientific backgrounds. And if these people believed, all right, you're not going to pull out the paper where they've written down why they believe and they proved it to themselves, but it's evidence in itself to support or listen. Nikola Tesla did this, that, everything else, and he was also an ardent spiritualist. Explain. <laughs> Bat it back. But yeah, and within spiritualism, uh, there are a, a lot of scientists looking at it uh they do go into this hinterland then of saying yeah if i come out and say that i believe it is going to you know according to their peers they're going to be in a very lonely place we had a 
doctor here. Sorry, I had to think of the doctor or a surgeon. Doctor here, uh, who was seconded to the local cancer unit in Paul. We've got a very big cancer unit down here. And he used to attend our healing sessions quite regularly. And I got talking to him. And I said, okay, why? what's the interest then? What, because uh, he was an Indian gentleman as well. And I said, what is the interest here in uh, spiritual healing? Does it relate to something in your culture? And he went, no, 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 it's scientific. He said, we've got two wards at Paul. One is blue and one is green. That's the colour of them. And he said, and the people on the blue ward show a 28 to 30% better recovery rate than the people on the green ward, and I want to know why. How interesting is that? You know, this guy is fully qualified doctor, um, not a fool by any mean, by any mean, but he had noticed this correlation uh, that the people, and because we then got talking about color being a vibration and then going down the metaphysical talks of everything is energy, which is a vibration of some sort. Uh, and yeah, he was, he was, he, he took that away. Probably thought, who is he? <laughs> is that man who keeps talking to me? He's such a beast. But no, there are uh, a lot of scientific people who are open to the idea. You know, the the thing is with science, you you want this right. I've got here in my hand. This is absolute proof that we do not die, that we go on. It's physical, it's hard, you can pick it up, you can look at it, you can test it, you can do anything you like to it, and it will keep bringing back the same result that we, you know, we live forever. That's not going to happen yet because we're not ready. Because if that did appear, can you imagine the implications that would have on the human race? Those who are who have always said, once you're dead, you're dead, uh, don't believe in anything, have, you know, suddenly life is worthless because, oh, that's all right, I'm having a really bad day today. I know now that that's given me proof that there is continuation of life, so... I don't need to be here anymore because I'm having a bad day. That's why it's not going to happen. Because it's one thing to know that life goes on. It's the other thing to learn the implications of that in what we do every day, in how we treat ourselves, how we treat our others, how we treat the environment. Yeah. The fact that we, you know, when we take that blink means actually we've got huge responsibilities placed on us here on this plane of life. So, Eddie, shamanic drumming meditations. Yep, very interesting. Uh, we've had a few speakers. Why is your face green? We've had a few speakers uh, on shamanism, and I found that quite interesting. Um, even to the point of I sat down to do a meditation myself one day and I went on a shamanic journey and I thought, okay, where's this come from? And what evolved and what came forward out of there I found very useful and beneficial. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but all these things are the path of the same light. They're not the end point. They uh, sometimes are put over in the energy of, well, this is right. You know, walk along this path to whatever, and that's it. That you know, once you've reached that, that's it. That's the goal. It's not to me. All these things are supportive of that uh, essence of the divine that is expressed through all these different practices. So yeah, if you enjoy, I do find the drumming a little bit hard. Um, after a few minutes, I'm thinking, please stop. <laughs> but uh, the shamanic meditations themselves, the journeying, I just do find interesting. Bill Shaw coming back with, try Zen meditations, Mark, as you may be sympathetic 
simpatico with the Buddhist approach. Buddhism, very interesting, absolutely very interesting. Again, it's another path to the light. You know, we've, we've always got to keep that in our mind and in our heart that all these different uh, practices, and especially the ones that are imported from Eastern traditions and philosophies, they're all just different paths to spirit, God of your own understanding, whatever, the acknowledgement of that divine within all things. Monique, today I was an in-person church and we were singing together half the service, which created a powerful divine atmosphere. I miss the singing if I'm online. Good point, good point. Uh, the one thing with the online is we can bring in all different types of music, and I'm notorious for that. Um, but yeah, if you do get people singing together, it can be the most beautiful experience. Uh, and I'm pleased to hear that you had that experience as well, Monique. Uh, I don't know if this is purely a UK thing or if it is further afield, but at this time, uh, to get people to actually use their voices within the churches and the centres is quite hard going. Uh, it really is. And it's, it's not just here. Uh, I've noticed it myself when I've gone out working as a medium, you know, and saying to people, you know, I just talk, say yes or no, or shut up, Lawrence, I don't want you to talk to me, I don't care, but I really want to hear your voices, and people are very, very remiss to go, yeah, we'll do that, and I want to come to you, mm -hmm. I feel goodness me, you know, we've really got to get our voices back, really have. And um, with Christmas coming, we have the ideal opportunity with the carols, the good old carols coming in. So, yeah, I'm very pleased to see that, Monique. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, it's lovely to hear that people are able to sing, get their voices out. All right. <laughs> Eddie telling me why his face is green. Yeah, another one. Miss singing in church and online. Uh, we have got singing here at Paul. Uh, but again, it's very difficult to get people to really engage with it. Uh, we're, we're doing songs here with vocals. So hopefully that was encouraging people slowly to get used to talking again anyway thank you everybody <laughs> sorry it's not quite uh oh there we go julie i must have had a little phalanx of messages coming in there my dad once gave healing to his doctor at a surgery while he's whilst he was in his own appointment yeah Anybody can give healing anytime. Uh, it is. You just send out that. And do you know what the most simplest prayer is for healing? Please help them. Really is. You don't need a, a big, long prayer invocation of this, that, and everything else. Because when it comes from there, when it comes from the heart, that is, to me, one of the most powerful prayers ever. You see people who are struggling for whatever and you, you say with your heart please help them you know that is absolutely awesome act and you can do it wherever absolutely so mary dixie our early working background was scientifically based good good, good. and eddie still struggles having a background in physics yeah we it is, as I say, you know, every medium will work differently. Every bit of philosophy will slightly differ. And when you've got that many variables, people, you know, and this is not detrimental at all. When you have proven, you know, every time you flick that switch, that light comes on and you do it a thousand times and it comes on every time, you know, all the variables are taken into account everything there and you just prove that activating that switch turns that light on 
it, it's not the same with spirit. You know, you can get up on a platform one day and you can be like an eagle soaring away. Other days you think, God, yeah. <laughs> I'd just be happy to feel anything around me, let alone, you know, a loved one. But just, you know, there are so many variables, but we are talking so many things affecting how we work, the energy, the energy of the place you're in, the energy that you are feeling that day, the energy of the congregation, uh, your mental state, the mental state of the person who's chairing from you. It's just so many things can throw a, a wee spanner in the works. But, uh, yeah. But... It's nice to read. I read into that Eddie of the green face. You still struggle with having a background in physics. That says to me that you're continuing to struggle, which is wonderful. That you haven't just thrown it in the air and gone, I can't do this. Or I can't prove it, so I'm not listening anymore. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed that little um, whatever. <laughs> Thank you all. Next week, we have somebody lovely. Oh, yes, Angela Foster is back with us. Part two of the comparisons between the Lord's Prayer and the Seven Principles. Got a little bit heated the last time Angela was here with that. Uh, again, it's semantics. It's very difficult at times. Uh, people read and hear words slightly differently and... But, yeah, definitely we needed to go through this process. So I'm looking forward to that. So that's next uh, Saturday, 7 o'clock. Fingers crossed. <laughs> we will be back with the lovely Angela Foster. And please don't forget tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. GMT, uh, which is 7.30 p.m. in Europe. And... 1.30 p.m. in America, EDT. Uh, we have an online divine remembrance service and very pleased to be hosting Joan Frew and her circle. We've been working really hard at putting this service together for us. Totally free, uh, but what I am saying is it's totally free. All we'd ask is, you know, the, the payback is that you just do a random act of kindness on it, whatever. You know, if everybody watching just went out and just did one little act of kindness, it's so good. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. You take care. Mary Dixie, singing online can contravene copy regulations. Not the way I sing, love. Uh, may you contravene the um, abuse of humanity regulations. <laughs> this is why I don't sing. But anyway. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank you uh, for putting up with everything. <laughs> I'm glad it's been interesting. Uh, yeah, oh well. Have a great night. Take care. Lots of love.